the best scenes in the whole movie. And it's definitely the best prequel film, uh, hands down. So uh, and this is the, the two characters that most of us care about the most it's you know it's anakin aka vader and then it's it's obi-wan and me being an obi-wan guy and you mcgregor just being probably the main reason why obi-wan is my favorite character just seeing him in this moment so good that when he leaves anakin laying there all burnt up um by the lava just so many iconic lines i know jake you can repeat the whole scene <laughs> you know from the top of your head yeah. uh i want to see you do that one day <laughs> but uh just the whole scene it's just iconic and it's what what do we want we you know we talk about so much with the sequel trilogy where are the lightsaber fights where are the clashing lightsaber battles and that's why we love that one in the rise of skywalker so much between yeah. ray and and kylo and this is like the ultimate one for as far as just one-on-one fight this is it and it you know it's the smashing moment came from this, like came right God. before this. The, the smashing led to this fight. <laughs> so what more can we ask for? Oh, you should have wore that T-shirt. Oh, my goodness. Why uh, didn't I? What a shame idiot. You. Um, yeah, no. Uh, you know, Jacob mentioned that I I, I can recite it. It, it. it The movie has to be on for me to recite it. Um, it's much easier that way, but I can do oh, it. Oh, I see. Word yeah. for word. Um, it, it really is. To me, if I had, I I believe out of the three of us, I put this one over our number one in our prequel ranking. Yeah, this is my favorite prequel moment. Um, and it's I love the lightsaber fight. Like the lightsaber fight's incredible. It's choreographed brilliantly. Right. Um, a lot of people say that uh, when it looks like a dance, it's a bad thing. I kind of tend to disagree with that. Um, Me too. Because when you think of a Jedi, like they know they they can feel what's coming, and that's what it's like you know, step by step, like what's a coming. And it's just, it depends on who just outsmarts the other. And so that's what it's supposed to feel like. Um, but when I think of the scene at the one, the, the moment that I like the most, because like Brian said, it, it's the biggest, it's the longest is the moment where he does have the high ground, right? He's talking mm-hmm. to Anakin and they're having that conversation, you know, saying like, you were the chosen one. You were, you were supposed to destroy the Sith, not join them. You were my brother. I loved you like that, that moment where they're letting all See, of you don't need the movie. Out. You just did it right there. You know, Anakin says, uh, you know, I hate you. Um, you or he says that but he says, don't <laughs> underestimate. He's like, don't us don't underestimate my power. And he tries to jump over the high ground. And, and it, it's that confrontation because we talk about it. The prequels, there's so much going on in the prequels, right? The business, like it's so busy, but at the heart of it, it's not Anakin's story. It's Anakin and Obi-Wan's story. Like, that's what it's about. Yeah. It's their relationship. Even though there's a lot of time where they're not together, it's their relationship together that makes those movies so good. And we wanted... That's what we love about it. And so when we see this go down, where these two are hashing it out, they're, you know, it, Anakin is officially gone. He's full-on Vader at this point, right? Yellow eyes. He's losing his cool. And Obi-Wan just... He has no choice but to cut the guy down. Like, he has no choice. And the emotional impact it has, not just that, but we've talked about it multiple times. We're prequel babies. And so mm-hmm. to us, this is like that Vader Luke moment. Like it's it's Obi-Wan and it's Anakin fighting each other and they're going toe-to-toe with each other. And so to us, it has much more of an impact because like those who got to watch the originals, this is the impact it had on us as we're kids and growing up. And it's like, oh my God, like Anakin went to the dark side. Like, oh my God, Obi-Wan had to cut him down. Like what's going to happen? 
and then you throw in the Padme thing beforehand too, and it's just like everything being thrown at you. And so it's it's brilliant on all kinds of levels. But for me, when I think about the scene, it's that moment where Obi Wan's on the cliffside and they're having that back and forth about everything because it's Anakin and Obi Wan. Yeah, I, I'm the exact same way with uh, thinking that the scene that sticks out to me is not even the lightsaber; it's the high ground. Um, that that right there is just like I mean, again, one of those moments that has spawned whatever it's it's, it's the it's, greatest star wars meme ever yeah uh, <laughs> i don't know smashing is pretty pretty good yeah too. But uh, that's not the level yet you know we'll no, do, I, you know. do they just leave padme up there passed out no well, obi-wan uh, picks her up and yeah they put her in the ship oh yeah. that's right that's right that's right okay yeah um yeah that whole it, the whole thing is just freaking like ripping your heartstrings out like it's literally just like you know obviously from the end of or the beginning of the first prequel movie that something like this is bound to happen but then when it happens it's just like rips your guts out and you're just like heartbreaking heartbroken by it and just it, it yeah the emotions portrayed during that scene between the two of them and uh obi-wan just pouring out his feelings and it's just uh it's it's like i still to this day it's just like oh god like watching it you're just like it, it's still makes you sad like and emotional to to this day and that was 10 plus years ago at least no more than that almost like what Oh, five, almost 15, 15 years yeah ago, 15 yeah. so uh yeah that scene just i mean and the lightsaber i haven't even said anything about the lightsaber the lightsaber fight between the two of them the whole entire time it, it's just incredible from beginning yeah, one, to one end thing, one thing we haven't mentioned is the music the music yeah, oh, yeah. plays a incredible. huge key into this scene just mm -hmm. like it does with our number one if if John Williams John Williams wasn't doing that that scene, or if that score wasn't created, then that scene probably wouldn't be as high as it as it would for sure. Yeah, easily. Any final thoughts on number two, guys? Nope. But I nope. do. I'm gonna watch Runs of the Sith again soon. I <laughs> definitely want to. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, it is that time. Our number one overall moment, scene, sequence, whatever you may call it, of the entire Skywalker saga. And if you've been watching and you know, I mean, or if you're a star Wars fan, you basically know what's coming. Yep. And that comes <laughs> from the episode one, the first prequel that is the Phantom Menace. And that is the duel of fates, Qui-Gon Jinn, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Darth Maul going toe to toe. It comes in with 39 points. So it just barely beat our number two. Um, and we all had it at, um, I had it at number Excuse me. I had it at number four. Brian had it at number three and Jacob had it at number two. So it was yeah. all relatively high. Um, since you do have it at number or number two, Mr. Barley, I'll let you start this one off. But I got to say, um, this is this is definitely what I was expecting. I'm not surprised here. Really? So I, I thought it was going to be in the top five. I didn't expect it to be number one. And I'm happy it's number one. Uh, but we definitely are prequel babies. If you look at this top <laughs> two, are yeah. it's prequel movies, and that makes so much sense because 
We were kids when these came out. These movies were made for us. Literally, George Lucas made these for kids, and he had us, our generation, in mind when making them. So it makes so much sense that we have these two moments at the top. And Duel of the Fates, I, I don't want to talk about everything in it, but I just, Darth Maul is one of the coolest characters ever created in Star Wars. And the double-sided lightsaber has has become so epic, and he's the first one to bring it to screen. And I just, again, an Obi-Wan, and I, I really love young Obi-Wan in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's the f- only time, I think he's, what is he supposed to be, 17 in this movie? He's in his teens, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. like 17. And he's so, he's very mature for his age, but he's also, uh, reckless. you can tell he's young and reckless. And I just, probably one of the things that doesn't get talked about a lot, I love when the, Forget what they're called, but the little dividers, those the barriers, yeah, the barriers are going up, and Obi Wan's just standing there, like Qui Gon is meditating, and Obi Wan's just standing there, like let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> and there's just so many cool things about it, and it's, uh, if I had to choose my, oh, it's hard because, man, I, <laughs> if you look at my number one, my number two, and my number, and then. They're all Obi-Wan moments, but uh, no shocker there. Yeah, not at all. Not this at all. is just this is like a grand epic boxing match that we that has just gone down in history as one of the greats. So it's it's awesome. Brian. Uh, yeah, this scene, it to me is like the epitome of my childhood. I was 10 when this movie came out, so I was like on that cusp of being like, too young to understand it, but like old enough to actually understand what was going on. Um, and uh, yeah, this scene was everything as a kid. Like I do, you best believe I had all three of those lightsabers and was trying to reenact it throughout the whole, <laughs> while the movie's playing. Like, it, I mean, the amount of sheer, like just shock seeing the double sided lightsaber, which, they didn't even keep secret. They put it in trailers like that was literally just like, I mean, it blew your mind. And the coolness of Darth Maul, the guy says like three lines the whole entire movie and is still one of the most popular characters, even before he got his arc that he has had since then. I mean, um, we're going to see him next week. Again. Yeah, it's it's incredible. <laughs> he literally says like three lines maybe no more than probably like 10 words throughout the whole entire movie and is arguably probably in the top 10 of everyone's favorite character for the most part um and just for me the thing that gets me is the second those barriers open and obi-wan goes after darth maul it's like incredible i was just watching what was it some it was something about they were talking about that scene and they said that it was so perfectly rehearsed between the two mm-hmm. that they would go too fast for the camera too fast. They had to slow down the scene because it it was like a blur. They had memorized it so well and practiced it so well to make sure it was good. And you can tell that scene is literally like perfect in choreography and uh, it's it's an incredible scene. It's an ironic play on the end of it because Darth Maul sitting at the high ground and yep. Obi Wan 
it leaps over him and takes him out. Damn you. Um, I was going to say that. Ah, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, that scene to me, that whole thing is just that when I think of star Wars as a kid growing up, that's, that's the scene that immediately comes to my mind every time. Yeah. I mean, it's look, we, we had watched, uh, we had watched star Wars before we saw these obviously. Um, but this was the first time that we saw what real, what not real, what lightsabers could really do. Right. We saw it in empire strikes back. Okay, we saw it in Return of the Jedi, and there were some great fights in there. Like we have some, if we rank our, we'll probably end up ranking our lightsaber fights at some point down the road. And I guarantee you that a we already did. Were, well, just you and I did, but we did it like two years ago. So yeah. we're gonna have to do it again. Um, hmm. But the epitome of a lightsaber fight comes from this scene, and you had mentioned Brian had mentioned the choreographed and how it's just so brilliantly timed and how much effort they put into it. Um, but it's also the the story based around it, right? I mean, you also have the side the side moment with Anakin and the ship and everything, but you have Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, who unfortunately didn't survive and arguably is probably the most uh, recognizable one movie Jedi that people want to see more of, obviously. Um, well, when he dies, that's shocking. Exactly, exactly. Shocking. And so... And it, it kicks off what uh, I think you had mentioned, how aggressive uh, Obi-Wan charges into it once those barriers break down. Oh, yeah. Like it's, it's He goes right after Molly's not afraid anymore. Like he In that moment, it almost feels like he went from Padawan to Jedi Knight. Like That's what it yeah. felt like. And he was he just, holding his own against Maul by himself. Exactly. Exactly. And he cut he, the lights. He, half. Yeah, he stepped up <sighs> and he, he kind of he stepped out of the shadow of being Qui-Gon's Padawan. And he's like, okay, like I'm ready for this. Like, let's go. I'm, I'm, we're, we're doing this. And this is the first time that Jedi have seen Sith in how long. Right. And Obi-Wan killed one. And so that just shows how powerful he is, but how powerful he was at that age and the importance of it going forward, obviously, and why he's such a recognizable character and why he's considered such an iconic Jedi because of something like that, that he did at such a young age. And so, and then, Obviously, the, I keep mentioning it, but the score, dun dun, dun, dun oh yeah, dun dun, dun dun, like just Amazing. the music again. It it adds a layer or dozens of layers to the scene that we don't get with other scenes in other movies because John Williams knows exactly what he's doing, beat by beat. He plays off of the scene and how these characters move and what's happening, and it's so it's just it's beautiful. Like it really is like the greatest looking dance that you've ever seen in star wars and i mean it would there's you say a that reason that's the best score um it's in the conversation oh. but there you know yeah, maybe that's something we do i don't know i mean yeah that's a good idea the, i would say i at this moment i would say most recognizable i would say most recognizable theme outside of the original star wars theme well what is the main say, star wars theme called doesn't it have a name it's uh binary sunsets. It's yeah, binary okay. sunsets, I believe, is yeah. what it call it's called. But um, outside of the main Star Wars theme, I would say this is the most recognizable. I can't say definitively if it's my favorite because there is there's there's been some brilliant ones in the sequel trilogy. There have been some incredible songs or, or scores in the sequel trilogy. But yeah, it's definitely up there. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to talk about that one day. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, sure. All right. Well, there it is, guys. Our our top five. Um, let's go run run through these real quick. Um, so at number five, at 24 points, we have the Praetorian Guard scene from The Last Jedi. At number four, we have the Trench Run scene at, from A New Hope with 30 points. At number three, coming in at 33 points, we have No, I Am Your Father from The Empire Strikes Back. And at number two, Anakin vs. Obi-Wan from The Revenge of the Sith with 36 points. And at number one, The Duel of Fates from The Phantom Menace coming in with a whopping 39 points, just a few points away from a perfect score. Um, pretty incredible list, guys. I gotta say, top five is pretty stacked. Yeah, yeah. it really is. There's no. such a gap between five and four, though. Six points, like you, yeah, you can it, really it, see like it's where we up, all, yeah. yeah, where we all kind of like. All right, that's. Oh yeah, well, the top all... four are just all. I mean, they're just incredible. All of them are, but the top four are really separated from the rest. I think. And Ironically, it, they're all separated by three points, too. You have 30, yeah. 33, 36, yeah. 39. Yeah, and at least in the top five, we have a moment from each trilogy, which is cool. That's like, true. We're spreading the love around a little bit everywhere. Any any surprises or shocks as we as we run through not just the top five, but maybe... The, I mean, we talked about top ten, so top five? No. I thought for sure number one was going to be original trilogy moment. I, I, so I was shocked when I saw that, but then... When I think about it, it makes sense for us. Uh, but yeah, I thought maybe No, I Am Your Father was going to be number one. or So I'm or, a little upset about. Yeah. <laughs> but it, the thing is, it makes sense. If we were 45 years old, then maybe. <laughs> hey, come on now. Would, <laughs> the I original trilogy. No, just because, the, the, you know, people <laughs> in their 40s were kids. choking you right now. People yeah, in their yeah. 40s were kids during the original trilogy. So Keith's probably with me on this one. I hope so. I mean, he's been talking uh, bad probably. about Star Wars for the past couple of months. So hopefully he's on this one. He's on I'm my sure. I'm one. sure he is. Uh, I would say so. <laughs> um, I will yeah. say this. So we had talked about in the previous episode why I was so upset about the list. And, you know, it the one and this is partly on me as well. Um, and I, I have yet or I've gone back since and kind of regretted some of the decisions I've made. But there isn't a single Force Awakens moment on the top. I 10. know I. And that, I was that just does, thinking that about does that. Upset me. that. That kind of does upset. Wow. Me. And it's the only movie left off. And that's that's kind of that. That's not right, in my opinion. And I, and that's again, that's partly because of me. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, the closest one is Ray pulling the lightsaber. Yep. In The Force Awakens. And it's not even really close. Yeah. Which is crazy. Uh, but yeah, wow. that's insane. I I, I noticed that's that. not a bad movie at all. That's a good uh, I movie. Noticed that. That, yeah, I, I wish I wish that I mean it's it, it's obviously by chance ranking wise, but it would have been really cool if our and we were just one shy if all nine movies had made the list. Yeah. yeah I mean that's the thing though. We can't we none of us can individually plan it. We can just yeah. rank our list, submit them, and then let it naturally come together. So that is unfortunate because if we you know, if we ranked the movies, Force Awakens would be really high up there. But maybe it just, you know, now that I think about it, it doesn't have as many, oh my goodness, that's amazing moments. But it's overall, it's a it's a great movie. But the only real shocker is Snoke saying that Ben so Ben is yeah, but, but even in even in the movie itself, they didn't they didn't use it as a moment of like, oh, it's a shock. They literally yeah, they just, just glossed over, right it over it really quick. It. Yeah. yeah. Which is like why it's natural. Think, yeah. And him killing Han Solo. Once you saw the walkway with no barriers around it, even though 
every other walkway around the whole entire thing. Yeah. I mean, you knew that something bad was going to happen from that scene. So, I mean, I was excited. Just a little bummed, I guess. That's all. Yeah. So, do you want to really quickly say 15 through 11? Yeah, we can go through. We did did 20 through 16, right, last time? Uh, Yes. So, now we're doing 15 through 11. So, number 16, speaking of The Force Awakens, uh, we have The Force Awakens opening. Uh, and not, or sorry, that's number six. Number fifteen, we have Kylo Ren on Mustafar. Um, that is from the beginning of the Rise of Skywalker. At number fourteen, we have Ray pulls the lightsaber from the Force Awakens, the one we had just mentioned, with twelve points. Thirteen, we have Obi Wan versus Darth Vader from A New Hope, and that comes in also with twelve points. But that is because that was ranked a little higher than the previous one. Number twelve, we have the Battle of Exegol from the Rise of Skywalker, and that is also with twelve points. That is because it was ranked higher than the previous one. And at number 11, barely missing the cut, oh. is Brian's second overall moment oh. in the Skywalker Saga, the Battle of Hoth <laughs> from The Empire Strikes Back with 14 points, missing it by one point. And that is that is because Jacob ranked number 10 with 15 points. Um, That's crazy. So shocks out of 15 through 11 or a surprise that you expected maybe be higher or maybe that's something that is higher than you expected? Yeah, Hoth should be in top 10. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone loves the Hoth fight. Everyone. The walkers. Everything. You, it's your favorite movie, and it's not even in your in your top 30 moments. Oh God. Top 15. Come on. We did a list of 15. Yeah, it's we there was 28 things written down, and you did not even put it in 28. No, but we, we each ranked 15, which means it's not in my top 15. Uh, yeah the <laughs> battle of hoth is surprising uh yeah i mean uh obi-wan versus darth vader it's it's high up there too almost made it i'm just really shocked about the force awakens not having one moment in the top yeah. 10 but we yeah me too can't do me anything too. about that it would be lying if we went and changed it now but you know in the future when we re-rank we can remember that and <laughs> show the movie a little bit more love you know just yeah just just rig it a little bit um i just i just noticed so three of the top of the 15 through 11 ranks are solely because brian ranked them very high wow (laughs) that's true that's crazy i mean which is the number 10 moment is the same way but it just happened to make number 10 yes yeah um all right guys well any final thoughts on our list should i should i run through our top 10 since i think so yeah all right so at number 10 is from A New Hope, and that is Obi-Wan explaining the Force to Luke. At number nine, from The Last Jedi, that is Force Ghost Yoda speaking to Luke. Number eight, from The Rise of Skywalker, is the moment I I am all the Jedi. Uh, Number seven, from The Phantom Menace, is the pod racing sequence. Number six, from The Empire Strikes Back, is the I love you, I know moment between Han and Leia. Number five, on The Last Jedi, the Praetorian Guard scene. Number four, from A New Hope, the trench run. Number three, from The Empire Strikes Back, No, I Am Your Father. Number two, from The Revenge of the Sith, Anakin versus Obi-Wan on Mustafar. And number one, from The Phantom Menace, The Duel of Fates. That is a juggernaut of a list. Yeah, it's a great list. I, if we could just squeeze one Force Awakens moment on there, I know, then right? it would be perfect. But other than that, it's almost damn near perfect. I agree. All right, guys. Well, any final thoughts on uh, on the list before we officially wrap it up? No, this was fun. 
Well, yeah, we're gonna have to do, we'll have to do another series like this down the road. Um, I, you know, like we did five episodes, as I mentioned up top. Um, we started with the original trilogy. We did the prequels, we did the sequels, and then our final two videos were based on our top 10, 10 through six and five through one. Make sure you guys check those out. If you have not checked those out, um, you can find them on the channel. You can also find them on uh, audio form as well. So Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Google, all that good stuff. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for joining me as always on the Padawan. That is Grand Admiral Sino and Obi-Wan Jacoby. You guys can find us on YouTube. I just mentioned podcast form, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Make sure you guys follow us at Apocalypse Movies and check out the Padawan podcast every single week, usually on a Tuesday. So again, thank you for joining us. We'll see you guys next time and may the force be with you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Padawan Podcast, Apocalypse Movies All-Star Wars Podcast, where we're breaking down everything from the galaxy far, far away, and that includes movies, books, television, comic books, whatever we want to talk about, we talk about it here on our All-Star Wars show. I'm your host, Jake Billen, a.k.a. Qui-Gon Jake, and today we're going to be finally revealing our top five moments in the Skywalker saga. This is our fifth of five episodes where we have been breaking down each trilogy and concluding with our overall list in the entire saga of movies. And joining me today to do that is the panel. I have Grand Admiral Sino, Mr. Brian Avlacino, and Jacob Barley, Obi-Wan Jacoby. How are you fellas doing? Doing pretty good. Hello there. How's everyone doing? <laughs> I was going to say, there it is. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, as I mentioned, we're going to be running through the top five moments, and we have some fantastic scenes to talk about um our last episode ran through our 10 through number six um and uh you, if you guys want to go find that i'll make sure i put a card up here in the corner so you guys can check that out um, but for now we're going to be running through our top five scenes and uh just before we get started if you guys didn't notice the show is a little different right now that's because we are officially going remote for a while um, with everything going on in the world we decided to take some precautions some safety just for ourselves and do everything um, in our own locations. And thanks to StreamYard, we are able to do that very easily. And it has worked out well for us so far. Um, so let's go ahead and get going, boys. At number five, uh, beating out the Empire Strikes Back, I love you, I know scene. By just one point, we have the famous, the last Jedi scene, the Praetorian Guard scene with Rey and Kylo Ren nice. taking down Snoke and his henchmen, his first mates, whatever you want to call them. And this is all thanks to... Brian and Jacob, because I personally didn't have this on my list. It was right on the edge, um, but it's mainly thanks to Mr. Avlacino as it is number one overall That's Skywalker that saga moment. One. So, Brian, take the floor. Dude, this scene is incredible. The We know we have our likes and dislikes for The Last Jedi, but this almost kind of like in a way saved that movie for me just because of this scene. Um, and That's a bold statement. It, it's true. This scene is the best part of that whole entire movie, depending on who you're talking to. Usually it's probably between this or the very, very end of it. Um, but 
I mean, the uh, I think for me, a lot of it is going to always be the nostalgia of like when we were in the theater and this was going on and I've never felt so dumbfounded <laughs> watching a movie, not 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 expecting Snoke to just be cut in half. And then all of a sudden they're teaming up, taking out these people in the way that camera shot that scene and throwing the lightsaber and doing it through the guy's face. Like, oh, my God, that <laughs> scene is. And then it spun off like memes for like weeks afterwards. It that a culture phenomenon. Yes, exactly. And I think that's it. That's one reason why I love it so much is because like, I imagine like there were things like that when these movies, the original three came out that people were just losing their mind over. And this is almost kind of like one that that's ours in a way. Um, but oh God, I could watch that scene over and over and over again and never sure get sick of it. I'm sure I, I do. <laughs> if I if I feel like watching The Last Jedi, sometimes I'll just be like, eh, do I really want to watch the whole thing? No, I'll just watch that scene and I'm good. Jacob? Yeah, I absolutely love this moment. Definitely not my number one, but it is high up there. I think I had it at six. Or, mm -hmm. or maybe, how, what did it need to get nine points? I, oh, six. No. Six. six. Six, yeah. So I had it at six, which is considering overall moments, that's pretty damn high. Because mm -hmm. that that's going up against original trilogy, pre nine trilogy, movies worth, which yeah. is crazy, and that's why it's even more insane that Brian has it as number one. But Brian, I respect you because the our first spoiler review coming out of this movie, he said this is probably my favorite Star Wars moment moment ever, and yep. two almost mm -hmm. two years later, he's he's not. It's still the same. So yep. that's awesome, and I love it so much. It's it's the coolest scene in the movie. It, we get to see these two characters that a lot of people love. I know I loved both those characters at the time and got to see them work together. And there's not a real lightsaber fight in this movie, but there isn't is, one. This is a fight with lightsabers in it. So this is our, and it's nowhere near as good, but this is, this is our big moment. This is our Darth Vader versus Luke and empire moment for this movie. So it's just, uh, it's just a big deal to me. And, there's only now there's three, but there's only there was only two moments now, three moments in movies where I was just completely shocked and like falling out of my chair. And the death of Snoke is one of them. The other two are Infinity War snap and then something that happened in the Invisible Man. Oh, uh, oh yeah, that's oh, oh, OK. Yeah. Endgame yeah, two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Endgame. That's a big one, too. But it was the Endgame one was more of a long, prolonged thing. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. just like one thing that happened really quick and you just, you know, lost your mind. So uh, I, yeah, it, it's definitely memorable for me. And like Brian, some, there's a lot of great scenes and moments in the last Jedi. We were talking about attack of the clones. It's kind of similar where maybe we don't love the whole movie overall, but there's some amazing moments in mm -hmm. this film. And this is uh, the best one. Maybe the Yoda one tops it, but it's those two moments are just great. Yeah, I'm with I'm with you guys. Look, I, I I adore the scene. Every time that it's on, I will stop and I will watch the scene and I will put it on every once in a while and just watch it over. And I remember when it first came out, I was watching it over and over again. I was trying to find clips and just things online just to be able to watch that over and over again. Like there's so many good moments. Um, it starts with the cutting in half a Snoke and then 
uh, Ray grabbing the floating saber and um, her screaming. And there's so many cool things that go on within the scene itself. Um, the only explanation I can say is that if you looked at my list, it's much more of a, a small intimate style of list. Like I, I like the smaller moments. Like I like the lightsaber fights and all that stuff, but I like the stuff that has like really deep meaning. And that's really the only explanation I have for not being on my list. Makes Fair. sense. <laughs> Even right, though well, maybe let's... stuff that has happens right after it, it has deep meaning, you yeah. know, their conversation yeah. and stuff like that. But that, that moment was yeah. the breaking of the saber was actually really cool too. Oh yeah. Um, all right, gentlemen. Well, let's go ahead and move on to number four here. Um, and we had mentioned last episode uh, that there was, I believe, one There's scene that we had talked about. Yeah. Say it again. No, I was. I thought you were going for something else. I thought you were going to say about the fact that we this is there's only the top four of the ones that we all had yes so that's exactly what i was gonna say so there was oh, okay. one scene we had talked about in the last episode that only that uh, all three of us had on their list and that was the pod racing scene this is where it starts where officially everyone from here on out all three of us had on our list and this is out of 28 scenes guys so these are the these are the four <laughs> that we agree, agreed on the most and number four comes in with the original movie and one of the greatest ship slash cars slash whatever you want to call it scenes of all time and that is the trench run scene yeah new hope with luke ultimately taking down the death star and han solo coming in and yippee kaying uh vader and it comes in with 30 points so it beat the praetorian guard scene by six points um jacob had it at its highest um i had it at the lowest but uh yeah go ahead mr barley what it is about the scene that makes you love it so much i uh so after we did our top five moments in each trilogy, I and I sat down to do this list, I had to do some real thinking because I, I had changed my mind a lot since then on some moments. And I was like, what was I thinking? This moment should have been way higher for me originally. And it, <laughs> I have it at number three, I believe. So, and there's a reason why A New Hope is my favorite Star Wars movie. And this is one of the big ones. It's just so cool. We never have seen anything like it in star Wars. They try to replicate it. They tried to replicate it in the Phantom Menace. They tried to do it similar things throughout the other movies, but it's just so unique. And for the technology at the time for them to pull this off, it still looks really cool. It looks incredible. And yeah. It, it just has so much meaning. It's it. You get the moment where Obi-Wan tells Luke to turn off his uh, radar thing and just use the force. And you have that, you have Han coming in, you have, vader and the thing is they didn't he didn't know he was gonna make a second one luke or lucas planned for it but he didn't know this movie was going to be as successful and warrant a sequel from investors and studios so he kept vader alive uh when normally sometimes in these movies you kill the main villain and he just had vader knocked out to the side that's a and, really good point yeah that's like a he, scary good point i never even thought about that yeah and it's funny because Let's say somehow Luke blew up the Death Star uh, without Han's help. Maybe Vader would have been there on the Death mm -hmm. Star still or near it and got blown up. So Han kind of saved Vader almost in a way too because he knocked him out of the of the thing of the area. So it was just really cool I, for this early to see a villain survive and then go on to the next movie. So there's just so many cool things in it, and it really feels. Like, like a dog fight in Star Wars. And I'm sure you guys love that too. So it's it's definitely up there. I mean, I want to put it higher, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, I, I 
I love. I, it just it baffles me every time that I watch it that in 1977 they could they could figure something out like this. Um, yeah. Not just with VFX, but also how they use the models. Um, you know, obviously that uh, George Lucas was back then. Anyway, he was really big on using practical effects. Like right? that's that's what Star Wars stood out for is using practical effects. And in certain shots, like they don't bother us because we know what it is and and we we recognize it. We know that they're using, uh, you know, hand-built models or, or, you know, miniature models to use to blow up a, a Star Destroyer or to have something collide with each other. And the way that it's shot and the way that the VFX are attached to those certain scenes is what makes it so special. Um, we had mentioned it on a previous scene. I think it might have been the pod racing scene, but the, um, the, uh, the sound design, the sound editing, the sound mixing, everything going on with the ships and how... Uh, they're talking over communicating with the walkies and everything and the, the beeping at the rebel base going on in the background and like everything just happening inside the scene is so precise and like brilliant in a way. And it, it always goes back to what we talk about with star Wars is that it's the first of its kind. It was the first of its kind and it's bred this breed of, of scenes and movies just like it for decades and it will forever. And I mean, there, there really is nothing like it and there's nothing like it back then. There still is nothing like it now. And um, it's, it's, it has to be mentioned in all time. Great star Wars scenes. Whenever we do a, uh, something like this. Yeah. Not, I mean this, I mean, when you see, uh, what do they call them? Uh, not memories. Um, when you see like uh, montages, it's always in it. It's mm-hmm. always there's, no matter what you do, there's some part of that that's always going to be in it. Whether or not it's Han saying, like, it's all clear, could I take your shot? If it's uh, Vader going, what? And then spinning off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke doing just his, <sighs> after he shoots the... Uh, stay on target. Stay yeah, on target. Anything. Just even Obi-Wan saying, like, use the force. It's something that there are so many things that have came from that scene of importance that it's an unforgettable scene that including the whole, almost the whole plot of rogue one and the Galen Erso character and all that. Yes, exactly. Uh, So, I mean, like the importance of that whole entire scene, I mean, it's incredible. It's it, like Jacob said, it's spun off a movie. It's uh, I, I mean, for the until Rogue One, everyone was like, "Why the hell would there be a little tiny hole that can destroy the whole entire thing?" Blah blah blah. And you know what? He probably didn't have a reason for that. But as time went on, you kind of it's it was one of the biggest like what the hells in all of Star Wars that it gave us a spinoff of rogue one and rogue one is badass. that that movie is so good in this this the richness of that story and it's all because of this one scene that i mean it, it's it's incredible the importance of this scene and it is well deserved to be in a top five situation cool any other thoughts before i move on gentlemen no but just people need to appreciate this scene more i know it is beloved but i i think people who don't like the older movies should just recognize 
this scene and how great it is. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, let's that it is this time, guys. We are moving into our top three of Skywalker Saga moments, our all time favorite moments here. And we are starting off with number three coming in at 33 points, um, beating the previous trench run scene by three points. It comes from The Empire Strikes Back, and that is the famous No, I Am Your Father scene from Vader and Luke in Cloud City. Um, all of us had this pretty high. I had it at number one. It is it is Star Wars <laughs> moments of all moments for me. Um, so I'll just go ahead and kick this one off quickly. I mean, there's not really much I could say about the moment. We know about it. Um, it it'll go down... Yeah, it, it'll go down in not just Star Wars, but but in film in general. Um, and it's the I, I always whenever I'm asked this question or if the conversation ever comes up, it's the one thing that if I had a time machine, I could go back and see without ever knowing. Yeah, about. It's a great um, point. I would I would love to be able to sit in that theater and go to that moment and ha- hear Vader say for the first time, no, I am your father. I, I just I'm so envious of all those people back in 1980 that were able to watch this in the years on because we watch these as kids and to us it's not recognizable as much as it is when we're adults and so we don't get to have that shock factor or A that majority value. Of us probably already knew exactly yeah more than likely right and so the the value of it goes down as we get older and but the importance of it you know Brian you just mentioned the importance of the trench run scene this I mean this moment started everything like this. I mean, obviously, we know that. I mean, we don't officially know, but we know that uh, it was never intended for Vader to be Luke's father. George Lucas just made a decision, and it ended up being probably the greatest decision that he ever made in Star Wars. Um, and it worked out so well. the The confrontation, not just between the two of them, but the emotional factor it brings into it, the the kind of divide and dynamic that it creates going forward, leaning into Return of the Jedi. Um, you know, it it's a direct res- or a direct um, it the result a direct result of this scene is one of Jacob's favorite scene is that elevator scene in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that, that scene would never happen without something like this, and so um, it it spawned off something that we never would have thought of. And and having a main villain be the father of the main hero, we've seen it now, but it's never been done to that that size or that importance. I guess I could say. Um, and the reason that so many of those happen now is because of the scene and we talk about with Star Wars all the time, but, um, it just, the way that it was also developed and shot and wrote and just everything about it is genius. And it came following directly after that lightsaber fight. And, uh, there, there's no way for me that it, honestly, like it, it heavily outweighs any other scene in Star Wars for me. It beats it by points on points on points. Yeah, I don't blame you. It is the Star Wars moment. It absolutely is. And I wish I could do that too. find a way to time travel and experience this as a first time viewer. It's funny because even before I ever watched Star Wars, I already knew that Vader was his father. It's just common knowledge. It's pop culture knowledge. Everybody knows that. So it kind of sucks that it's that way, but it's because it's so popular. How many how many movies have replicated this moment there's probably hundreds if not a thousand or so or just if you count movies and tv shows just mimicking this so it is huge 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 and so huge people even get the wording wrong they they, they say no luke yeah, i'm your do. father they do, yeah. all the time so it's it's so big that it's been said so many times that people get it wrong and it's something it's the biggest twist in cinematic history probably 
And it it's so good because he didn't plan this necessarily, right? But he for him to find a way to make a new hope make sense with this twist is genius because he was able to figure out, okay, Obi-Wan told Luke that your father was killed by Darth Vader. And then, but it makes sense the way he does it. And Obi-Wan says from a certain point of view, because Anakin died and Darth Vader took over. So it's so good on so many levels. And of course it has to be on this list. It And, Maybe I know why Jacob's up, Jake is upset because it's not number one. <laughs> Probably yeah, one of the I'm, reasons why. <laughs> yeah, could be. Um, yeah, it's it's this is like one of those things that's like this is movies. This is something that people are always going to know. Remember, uh, you go on to like probably any movie website and if there's a rankings of like top moments in history of movies or something, it's always going to be in the top 10, probably top five. It, it it's, I mean, it, I don't, I don't even know what to say. It's, it's almost kind of knowledge how important this is. I'm there's probably been classes taught in schools on just this scene alone, probably. Uh, and it's, yeah, I mean it's incredible. This one scene probably built Star Wars more than any other scene. It's it literally has carried on through every aspect of Star Wars. It everything, comics, books, movies, TV shows, uh anything, anything and it's all come from the this scene and the fact that Darth Vader is his father and it's it was almost kind of genius in a way to kind of leave that openness in a new hope of just saying like no your father was it is dead but then being able to create something and spin it that to be honest I I don't even know where Star Wars would be right now without that scene like it's it's hard to imagine what it would be like without that scene. I mean, that literally is half of the story of return of the Jedi. Uh, I mean, that is one of the most, one of the most important aspects of the sequel trilogies. It It's literally one of the driving forces of the sequel trilogies. It is literally almost the whole entire plot of the prequels. So I mean, <laughs> it's, it's incredible. And to think that he did this without originally planning it is mind blowing. So yeah, it, it, it's incredible. It's an amazing scene and it's, it deserves every accolade and praise it could possibly get. Cool. Any other, th- or any final thoughts on no, I am your father. No, but I if I ever have kids one day, I can't wait to shield them from this plot detail yes. and just have them yes. watch it without 100%. knowing somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one. Um, all right, gentlemen, let's go and move on to number two. Um, and ultimately, when we think about this, it it really is. It could have came um, either way with one and two. Uh, it whichever way it landed, I think I would have probably been happy. Obviously, 
I would have liked to have number three, number one, but that ultimately was never going to be the case. And so at number two, coming in with 36 points, beating the previous by three, and myself having it the highest, but both Jacob and Brian both having it at number, what is that, 12? I think it is. Um, no, uh, number that's number 11. Number I think it's 11. So four, right? So four, we have it at four, number four. four. God, or five, I, I read four or five. Backwards. Yeah, I always <laughs> read it backwards. Four, four. Yeah. Fourth place. It's four. So yeah. um, I had it at two. Both of you had it at number four. And that is the Revenge of the Sith Anakin versus Obi-Wan on Mustafar. Padawan versus Master. Um, one of the ultimate, ultimate lightsaber fights of all of Star Wars. One of the craziest sequences we'll ever see. Um <laughs> One of the long, yeah, longest. Well, it, it goes back and forth with the Yoda Palpatine one as well. But um, Jacob, go ahead and start this one off, man. What is it about the scene that that made you uh, rank it so high? I just, this is the moments we were waiting for. It's like we didn't know certain other moments in the prequels were coming, right? But we knew this moment was coming, and it was the thing we were looking forward to the most. And Revenge of the Sith, in my opinion, is a good movie, and it this is one 